Hi everyone! Welcome back to the English with Rob podcast. Or hello, if it's your first time listening.、Uh, thanks for choosing the English with Rob podcast. Today I have a transatlantic podcast for you because my guest teacher is in is in America right now.、Uh, it's Anne from English Valley Cafe. How are you doing, Anne? Hi, I'm good.、Uh, So thanks for coming on.、Uh, you're in you're in California, right? Yes, I am in California. I see. I knew that, and and also knows that one of the things we're going to talk about today is California. I'm very interested to learn some more about California.、Uh, but another thing we're going to talk about is slang and differences between UK and American slang.、Um, so. Let's hear a bit about Anne first.、Um, I'll tell you what I know about Anne. I know that she was born in Taiwan. Oh, and it rhymes with Anne. I hadn't thought about that. Anne from Taiwan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that how would you pronounce it? Taiwan. Is that the、uh, Taiwan? Taiwan.、Yeah. See, that's this. I think the British way of saying it is Taiwan. Taiwan, or would they say Taiwan?、Uh, I've always said Taiwan. Okay. And she moved to the States when she was seven. With her parents,、mm-hmm. and she's an English teacher, and、yep. she has an a really useful Instagram account、uh, if you're an English learner, and a really useful YouTube channel if you are an English learner, and that's all I know. So tell us something we don't know, Anne. Um. Well, I lived in the East Coast for one year actually before、oh. I moved to California. So I lived in Michigan. Uh, for a year, that was like the first year that we、uh, immigrated to the U.S. And then I pretty much grew up in、uh, California, and I used to teach English、uh, at school in the classroom, and then transitioned to online teaching、um, around ten or so years ago. So yeah, okay, a little bit about my background. What what made you make that change? Because I hear people. Going from online teaching、uh, to classroom teaching, and then vice versa. Oh, vice versa. Yeah, that's,、um, let's explain that phrase. Vice versa means like, and the other way around too. I think it's it must、yes. be Latin, right? It sounds Latin. Vice versa. It does. Yeah,、mm. I think it sounds like la- vice versa. So yeah, you're right. The other way around. So, um. What was question? My question was,、uh, okay, oh, how did I change? Why, why did you, why, why did you change? Because I hear people going from classroom to online and vice versa, from online to classroom. What made you make that change?、Um, I didn't think too much at the time, but、um, this is back in two thousand eight, I think, where、um, in the U.S. we were experiencing the,、uh, I think it was the economic crisis at the time.、Mm-hmm. Um, And a lot of the、uh, school, the university budget, were cut. So、um, before I would have like a teacher assistant working with me, and you know they would help me with like a roll call and and、um, correcting papers and just the little administrative things.、Um, and so they cut the budget, and I lost my TA.、Um, oh. So I was. Putting us like loads of work on, in addition to what I was already doing, 
and then um, also because of health issues. So I thought, um, you know, maybe transitioning to online teaching might be a little bit easier and I have a little bit more freedom to do, you know, how like teach the things that I want to teach. Um, and so I started searching online um, about online teaching. I didn't know anything about online teaching. And so I started teaching off, um, teaching like on uh platforms like uh, you know the where they connect the teachers and right. students on those uh, uh, learning platforms i'm not going to mention any of the yeah. names because none of them sponsor me so i'm not even, <laughs> i'm not even going to say italki oh i did it no. <laughs> but there <laughs> are others too them. right <laughs> that's one of them yeah, there yeah. are there are many of them out there so yeah okay uh, you started on platforms and are you still on platforms or is it or are you just private now uh, and uh, find your own no. uh, students yeah, so I started with that because I didn't know, you know, where to find students at the time. And at that time, platform was pretty popular way to for teachers to um, find students. So I started with that, and for I did that for a few years, teaching on several different platforms. And then um, I slowly, slowly started just to because of word of mouth, and you know, I was um, have you know getting a, a good amount of student base. So I switched and I just uh, did my own private. Uh, teaching and then um, yeah and then that's when all the social media uh, thing got started so I started exploring you know with YouTube and Facebook at that time I actually didn't start Instagram until I think two or three years ago all right um, so yeah okay so fa yeah Facebook I think started in 2009 am I right about that somewhere around yeah. there yeah so you must have been one of the first teachers to utilize it, I imagine. Um, there were actually quite a few teachers on Facebook at the time. Um, and I've heard about Instagram at that time, but I didn't know, you know, how it worked. And I just didn't have energy to explore and try out new things until a, a few years ago where I was, um, I think I joined one of the teacher teaching summit. Um, and there was a teacher talking about Instagram and how you can connect with learners. So that's when I started to explore mm -hmm. uh, Instagram. I find Instagram yeah, so. really great, not just for connecting with learners, but for connecting with other teachers, you know, like like we have. Yes, um, yes exactly. Uh, it's yeah. a great, there's a great community there and it's so, you see someone post something mm -hmm. interesting and it's so easy to just send a message, say, oh, well, that, that was some great content or, you know, maybe give some right. ideas or ask, right. how did you do that? Or things like that exactly exactly it's like that supportive uh community yeah it's um on instagram i find it yeah, really i've actually met several teachers on and you're one of them <laughs> um i yeah that's on instagram uh english teachers on instagram so it's great because we are you know especially now during the pandemic more of us are mm. at home all the time and we don't really have colleagues so exactly. it's, it's great to, and when we, when we are at work, we're often just in the classroom with students who you, you don't have the same sort of relationship with as, as a colleague. Mm -hmm. um, so it's yes. great to find, find your own colleagues <laughs> in your, right. I suppose it's more peers, isn't it? Your peers, the people who are doing right. the same thing as you. Right, right. And I think as teachers, like you said, because, you know, we're working from home and you, you don't have as much of that connection, whereas, in, you know, in school you might have 
um, easier to find that teacher connection. And I feel like as teachers, we need that support, you know, from other teachers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and I, it really helps with professional development as well. And so I think it's a really good way to connect, um, for teachers to connect and even for young English learners. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Could do a whole podcast on that. But I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's start <laughs> off with uh, the thing that we prepared. And it's talking mm-hmm. about slang. So Anne has bought some slang words, um, with American slang words, and I've brought some English slang words to see if we know the ones that each other are presenting. Uh, but first, I'll play my UK and USA jingle. The different words that they like to say in the UK and the USA in the USA and the UK there are different words that they like to say Yeah, there we go. UK and the USA and the differences. So, uh I'll start. I'll start. Um All right. What is a fortnight? A fortnight. I'm not talking oh, about boy. the game Fortnite, which is very popular at the minute. What is a fortnight? If you're not sure, I'll mm. give it to you in a sentence. Is it an adjective? Oh, sorry. Yeah, people? it's a no. It's a noun. It's a noun. It's a noun. A fortnight. Okay. Um. Uh, maybe someone who is brave. <laughs> nope. Uh, because of fort, like a like a fort, like a castle. No. In fact, you know what? I should have looked it up. I don't know why this word uh, fortnight is what it is. Um, a fortnight is two weeks. So for... Oh. E- oh, wait, I should have given you a sentence first. I'm sorry, I'll do that next time. For example... That's okay. I'm going uh, away for a fortnight. But I, I think you, if I said that, you still wouldn't have got it. Maybe you would have got that it was a period of time. Yeah, I'm going yeah. on holiday for a fortnight. Oh, I'm going on holiday. Oh, really? How long? For a fortnight. Fortnight. Ah, okay. So it's talking about just two weeks, like a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Yeah, just two. Okay. A fortnight. Oh, I don't know why oh, it's called okay. a fortnight. You know what? I'm going to look it up and I'm going to put it in right here in the future. Hello, it's Rob from the future here to tell you about the origin of the word fortnight. And I can't believe I haven't realised this before, but it's called fortnight because it's 14 nights. 14 nights is two weeks. So, fortnight, that's where it comes from. Okay, now, so. Rob, is this, sorry, can I ask uh, just a quick question? Yeah. Is this something that, a, a slang that people still use nowadays? Yeah. Um, Good question. Okay. For sure, people use it a lot. My parents definitely use it. Um, mm. I didn't realize it was, it was such a British thing until uh actually until i was uh doing some googling getting some slang phrases for this i thought everybody Uh. said fortnight and it was just part of english i didn't even Uh. know that it was slang that's how common it is a fortnight ah okay okay well i've never heard of it maybe some people some americans do use it but i personally have haven't heard of fortnight Mm. as a couple of weeks. I wonder if any of uh, the learners listening have heard of Fortnite. If not, now you know uh, about it and you know, maybe just use it when you're speaking with British English speakers, not American English speakers. 
<laughs> or you can teach the Americans <laughs> this new uh, British slang. Mm. Uh, okay, so what's what's your first one for me? I, okay, so this first one, I don't know if people still use it now. Sometimes I still hear it, but um, I'm not sure how common it is, but it's gnarly. 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 And, it, and it's uh, it's an adjective. Uh, I know it. I, I associate it with um, surfers. Like, that was totally gnarly, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, maybe I learned it watching... Yes. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. Uh, I think okay. they used to say gnarly. And it means, yeah, I, isn't it um, when you do something really cool in surfing, it was gnarly? But then it's, yeah. it's taken out of context. And just if you do something cool, I suppose it replaces the word cool. Wow, your car is gnarly. It's, it's, <laughs> saying got, it with an English accent yeah. doesn't sound right. Wow, your car is really gnarly. <laughs> um actually you know what i was researching this um the surfers that use the term the slang gnarly thought uh what what they meant was like when i guess when there's like a big a wave where it's like dangerous and difficult so Ah. that's what they use that term gnarly for like difficult or something dangerous um but then it got i don't know how but um people change this meaning to it being cool and exciting so cool yeah. gnarly in fact gnarly interesting <laughs> gnarly. and completely gnarly gnarly mm-hmm. gnarly sounds much better i think it's the r isn't it gnar gnarly yeah it's whereas in r, english yeah. gnarly it doesn't sound quite as <laughs> gnarly <laughs> it sounds a little bit more feminine <laughs> okay with the well, i don't British have a problem accent. with that yeah <laughs> okay my next one for you is uh an adjective uh jammy a person or a thing jammy. can be jammy jammy a... I'll, let me spell it for you um j-a-m-m-y j-a-m-m-y that's very jammy or you are very jammy not sure like you're really cool not cool um i'll give you an example sentence uh uh, which i have not prepared so let me just oh look i just found 50 euro on the floor wow that was really jammy um surprise shocked Mm, no but it could be from that example um here's another one um Oh, you know, sometimes you um, go to a vending machine, like a machine where you get chocolate or drinks and you you put in your money, Uh you press the number and you get two of the thing you wanted. That is jammy. That is cool. It's cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's also very lucky. Lucky. Ah, okay. Lucky. Lucky. Ah, okay. So someone could be like, oh, wow, that was so jammy. Uh, like a person can be jammy if I if I got the if I often get two <laughs> two things out of a vending machine instead of one then I'm a very <laughs> jammy person if good uh, things happen to okay. me all the time yeah okay so okay so it means like a person okay a, a person is lucky but what if it's something yeah it, it can, can be a thing like uh okay like, ooh, let's see um 
I don't know. Well, the the Euro, uh, you, you're not seeing any of this in America, I assume, but the Euro football championships are happening right now. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, maybe if a team has a really good goalkeeper, but someone scores mm-hmm. a goal, then you could say that was a very jammy goal. You know, they were ah, lucky that okay. the goalkeeper didn't catch it. That was a jammy goal. So it doesn't ah, have to be a okay. person. It can be something which is jammy, a situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. And people use it. It's, 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 in, it's in common use, jammy. Um, you know, it's slang, so it's not, it's not formal language, uh, but mm-hmm. jammy, yes. Yeah, like used it in casual conversation. Yeah, it's like a, a formal. It's a pub, context. a pub word, a word you might say in the pub. Ah, uh, okay. Like when your friends uh, just gone to the toilet and then on his way back, he's he's come with someone's phone number. It's like, oh, this this uh, that woman over there just gave me a phone number. Oh, uh, okay. that was really jammy. Jammy. Okay. Ah, uh, oh, okay. I failed two of them already. I don't know much about British slang. You know, I thought I'm this might something new. I thought this might happen. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, um, in England, we get a lot of American TV, and I th- mm. we get mm-hmm. a lot of American slang through TV uh-huh. and, and movies. Whereas yeah. I think it's not so much for you. And it, when when you do get British TV, it's like Doctor Who or um, Downton Abbey where they're not yeah. using so much slang. Right, right. Or sometimes in some movies, like uh, they'll use some of the British slang or pronunciation. I think that's yeah. some of exposure to British. You know, I find um, often in um, when British characters are in American films, they uh-huh. use a lot more slang than they normally would, you know? Like, they really emphasise uh, the Britishness by putting in some English words, some British slang, uh-huh. I find. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the only, I would think, for at least for me, that would be the only exposure that I would get mm-hmm. to um, British English and, and pronunciation. Too, and and so. now this podcast also is, is exactly. a place for exposure to British slang. Yes, and American slang. And American slang. Perfect. And we're bringing, we're bringing both. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, My next one. Should let's I... see if I know it. Have a cow. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to tell I'm you sure what you it means. Right. I'm going to tell you where <laughs> I found it, maybe for every single one. Um, okay. But don't have a cow, man, is uh, Bart, mm-hmm. one of Bart Simpson's famous uh, catchphrases. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, at least it was from the beginning of The Simpsons. Um, I don't think he says Episode. it much anymore. Like in season seasons yeah. one or two, he would say, don't have a cow, man. Meaning, <laughs> yes. uh, so if you have a cow, it means you get very upset and um, angry. Mm-hmm. And what are some other words for it? You might, you might flip out or you might... Yeah. Um, have a have a tantrum these are other ways to say you know get really angry and maybe slam the door or shout at someone yeah like you're when you're overly emotional you yeah have you have a fit i wonder what um, i wonder why it's called have a cow because in my experience cows are often very calm calm <laughs> oh, right yeah i don't know just where standing that... in their fields staring at you yeah hmm. 
actually, Rob, I'm going to give you, well, this is have a, have a cow, but have you, I'm sure you've heard of like, holy cow, right? Holy cow. Yeah. Right. Isn't that to avoid, yeah, okay. to avoid swearing because normally you you'd yeah, say holy yeah. shit. So you say yeah. holy cow instead. Yeah. So I don't know where that came from, why they use um, cow as a. Mm. Well, cows, cows are quite important in uh, like American culture, right? With the cowboys mm, and the, yes, the, the southern. The, oh, it's more in the southern Texas. states. Yeah. 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 Texas. Um, yeah. I have a cow. Um, I would, I, I still use have a cow sometimes, but according to some of the uh, research that I've done, this one's like, I think it was a popular saying, like you said, with the Bart Simpson. So that was like um, back in the 90s, but like, 90s. people still use it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I still use it sometimes. Like, don't have a cow. So, <laughs> yeah. It's it's um, It sounds weird without the man at the end. Don't have a cow, man. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I add one more thing to this one? So sometimes when people are like joking and you feel maybe offended or something, and that person might say to you, I'm, you know, I'm just joking. Don't have a cow. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Maybe a man. Yeah. So. All right. All right. I'm looking at my next one. You might know this one. A noun. Okay. Um, yeah. we, we usually use the with it. So I'm going to say it with the. The loo. What is the loo? Oh, boy. Uh, uh, is it L-E-W? No, or uh, L-E? it's L-O-O. Oh, the loo. Okay. You said it's a noun? It's a noun, yeah. Mm. I probably need like a sentence. I'll give you a sentence. Because um, I have no clue. I'll be back in a minute. I just have to go to the loo. Ah, to the restroom? To the restroom. The bathroom. The bathroom. The, well, both American words that I wouldn't use for it. Uh, yeah, the, ah, the toilet. Okay. Basically, the toilet. The toilet. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. yeah, so you say restroom bathroom even though there is no bath in there usually (laughs) if you're if you're at a restaurant or something um yeah so i think for like the public when you're out we say restroom and then although now i know some malls have like a little lounge area where you can actually rest after you oh uh, but it's not a room is it yeah yeah it's not really and then like at home then we say oh bathroom like i gotta go to bathroom um, oh, interesting. Also, so restroom is a slight distinction, uh-huh. between, but yeah. I've always found it strange, um, restroom. It's really like really absolutely trying to avoid talking about having a poo or a wee. <laughs> where, where are you going? I'm going to the <laughs> yeah. restroom. Oh, you're going to rest. Like You're going to relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people yeah. rest in strange ways. Okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah. And, and bath- see, when bathroom I hear as well the... is avoiding the toilet also. Mm-hmm. So there's none of that that poo connotation <laughs> meaning yeah they... uh, by the way and so I... um poo yeah. and we are sort of childish ways to talk about those things um yeah yeah Go, for well. i guess the formal term would be like bowel movement uh, at least yeah. that's how they use it in medical terms i'm going to have a bowel um, movement um i'm going to the to- <laughs> think, i think so i think i'm going to the toilet is the most straightforward way of saying it i'm going to the toilet and if you really want to be, if you really want to be specific, you could say, in, do, you, do you use this in America? We say, I'm going for a number one or I'm going for a number two. 
okay. Um, sometimes, but not as much. But I know, like in some Asian cultures, they do use number one and number two okay. to refer to, like, yeah, the thing. But um, it's it's interesting how you said uh, so. Toilet to you sounds very straightforward, but I think as an American, when I say I'm going to the toilet. It's a little bit too straightforward. Really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess because rest, like you said, restroom, bathroom. There's no, you know, that meaning of like poo or. Yeah, you don't want to talk um, about that stuff, especially in a restaurant. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. So Lou, Lou is another uh, another one for toilet, where you avoid saying toilet, but it's not. Linked to something else, you know, a bathroom is linked to a bath. A restroom is relaxing, but a loo, it's a toilet, and it's it's slang, but it's a strange one. It's more like sort of high class slang, you know. It's 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 a bit posh. It's a bit upper upper parts of society. Oh, I'm I'm just going to the loo. I'll be back in a second. Um, weird, still slang, but. I suppose you know ev- everyone might say it, but I associate I associate it more with high class English.、Hmm. Can you use "lu" at like a, at a workplace or like if you're in a formal was it you're with some clients or colleagues? Would you, you "lu" be appropriate? You, you、oh, okay. could.、Um, would it be appropriate? I'm I'm going to the "lu." Hmm. Bo- it's borderline. I, I would probably say.、Okay. Um, Would I say loo instead of toilet?、Yeah. Uh, equal. You might say bathroom. Yeah, also, we、okay. we use that sometimes in very formal、uh, business. <laughs> Not that I ever have. Can't think of a time in a business situation where I've had to go to the toilet. <laughs> That's good, right? <laughs> okay. I just don't do enough business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, your turn. Should I give another? Okay, let me see here.、Oh, okay, booyah, booyah. Ah,、uh-huh. um, an expression. Booyah. So, so, like when something,、booyah. like maybe if you're playing sport and you hit, you're playing baseball and you hit a really good, you hit a hit a good what? Hit a ball? Hit a a home run? You hit a home run. Okay, then you're gonna go booyah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a, a expression of, yeah, hooray, we did it. Yes. Booyah. Yeah, like joy, like you're happy.、Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yes. Would you use、it. that here?、Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Maybe ironically. No. No. I, mean, I think some people would use it. Booyah.、Hmm. Or is there like a equivalent、um, slang in a British slang that's. Similar to um, there's one which is similar but not so commonly used, and it's how's that, how's that, which is how is、uh, that, but with an O, how's、okay. that, and that's linked to、uh, cricket. If you hit a really good cricket, I don't know what the the, the noun、uh, is. You hit a good、okay. hit, then、uh-huh. you go how's that, meaning、uh, you know how、okay. was that good. Ah,、uh, okay. And people sometimes say it in outside of cricket context, but、um, not much. But that's that's the only equivalent one that comes to me.、Uh, comes、mm. to my mind right now. But is that used just for like the the and like the sports, like we use it cricket, or is that just any 
only um, only cricket. It's a it's a phrase which oh, is associated okay. with cricket, and I think it was just in my head oh, yeah. because I was talking about baseball. There was the example oh, I gave okay. for the thing. I think that's why my head uh, made the made the connection with Alzat. Okay. Okay, I'm going to tell you an adjective. Um, knackered. Knackered. Oh, I heard of this song before. Um, uh, you're tired. Yeah, really tired. Yay. I'm completely uh, knackered. So it's knackered. it's a synonym for of exhausted, completely, very, uh-huh. very tired. Not just tired like you want to sleep, but more exhausted like you've you've really worked hard all day or you've, you know, you've mm-hmm. not stopped. You've not sat down for a long time. Mm-hmm. You're knackered. Uh, so you get home from work after a long day and you're completely knackered. Knackered, yeah. Um, this one I've heard of. Yeah, before. okay. It's yeah. got, the, the original meaning is to be tired because you've been having sex a lot. But then this oh, is, is it? yeah, okay. this is why it's it slang. Changed. But it's been taken out. Not, not many people know that. I, I can't remember how I know that, but not many people actually yeah. know that original connection. So no one will make the connection, but because it's been taken out of context mm. to now just mean exhausted, very, very tired. Yeah. Uh, but that yeah. was the original meaning. Ah, okay. There's uh, um, I'll share I'll share a similar American slang to that one. I think it would be uh, uh, beat. I'm beat. Oh yeah, I'm beat. I'm beat. Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah, like, kind I've of heard like that. After a day of, of work and you're tired, I'm beat. I'm beat. Um, and knackered um it's still you use you can use it it's it's very common i think any british person would know it uh it's still used uh-huh. a lot yeah okay but slang um, yeah. not for your office well mm-hmm. i say that it completely depends i've i've worked in offices where i would say to my colleagues i'm knackered <laughs> okay yeah i think um yeah i think you brought up a good point um so we would say slang, you cannot use it in formal context or like at work. But then if you're talking to your colleague or your coworker, who, like you're just, you know, ch- chit-chatting and mm-hmm. having a ca- casual conversation, slang would work. It would work yeah. in that situation. I mean, I, I've worked in a shop before where when there were no customers in, the F word was used a lot. Oh. <laughs> But as soon as customers came in, the language changed to formal language straight away. Uh, um, uh-huh. But as soon as they went out, it was. I can relate to that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, right. beat. Oh, no. Beat. Okay. Beat was just your uh, knackered alternative. Beat. So yeah. what's your next one for me? No, duh. <laughs> no, duh. No, duh. Uh, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh huh. No, yes. Duh. Like when when people say something obvious, you're like, no, duh. I didn't know. Yeah. I thought you could just say duh. I didn't know you have to say. Oh no yeah, you can say beginning. that. Yeah. Okay. You I think can say that. Duh. We have that here in England as well. I think because we both have quite sort of sarcastic uh humor. Uh-huh. Uh, uh. That's a lot. Uh, mm. it's used a lot. Duh. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, Do you know? Uh, you won't know this one. Um, minging. It's an adjective. Minging. 
Mm. Or minging. I can hear you clicking. Are you looking it up? <laughs> no, is this your, It sounded no, like your mouse no. clicking. Oh, no, it's my chair. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, it's my chair. <laughs> my chair's squeaking. Um, okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you a sentence. <laughs> give me a sentence. Yeah. Um, I would not eat that. It looks completely minging. Oh, like it's disgusting. Disgusting, it's yeah. It's nasty. Disgusting, uh, nasty, ugly. It could be, uh, you know, what about what about this sofa for our apartment? Really? No, that sofa is completely minging. Just yeah, meaning uh, ugly. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Uh, nasty, yeah. Ugly. This word. How, how do you spell it? Uh, how M do you spell ming? M-I-N-G. Ming. Oh, okay. So, ming. but then uh -huh. it's like minging. M I N G I N G. N G. Minging. Not so common now, I think. I think mm -hmm. most British people would know it, but it was one of these words that was used a lot in like the early 2000s, but not so much now. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, well, early 2000s. Well, oh, early 2000s. I used it a lot when. Like I, it, I first started to hear it then, like when I was at university oh. around two thousand four, two thousand and five, and okay, you know, then it was used after that a lot. But to be honest, because I've not been in England for a long time, I don't really know if people actually use the word "minging" anymore. But mm. yeah, I think most people would know it. Minging, mm. okay. and it's really cruel. It's a very cruel thing to do, but. Uh, if you see someone who is an ugly person, you could say that that person is a minger. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. a minger. Okay, a minger. so you change it to uh, the ending instead of minging. It's yeah. Minger. Well, a per um, hmm, a person can be minging. Sorry. Maybe if they if they don't, you know, people who don't eat very nicely, <laughs> or maybe uh -huh. they maybe they don't clean themselves very much, then they can be minging. Uh -huh. But if someone is okay. ugly, then someone might a mean person a nasty person Lindsay lohan in mean girls might call them a uh, minger ah uh, okay minger. there you go ah, okay right all right let's see here i'm gonna pick one that people use nowadays that's really popular um bomb 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 like the verb it's an adjective oh it's an adjective uh -huh. uh, isn't it isn't it the bomb it's an adjective that's that's bomb that's that's really oh you can bomb. say that's the bomb uh -huh, uh -huh. okay that's bomb i know that's i know bomb. that's the bomb yeah. like uh i think Sp spanish people would say the puta madre Put, not with the ugh, puta madre like the bomb it's it's the it's the best thing yeah it's the best thing ever yeah, like really good. Right, could be good, but yeah. the thing is weird because bombs, not that good. <laughs> exactly. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have no idea how this came about the swing, mm. but yeah. Maybe you know that thing that people do mm. in conversation where, like, they say my mind is blown and they go, <laughs> make like an uh, explosion sound. Maybe maybe it's the bomb because it, is the effect it has on your mind. I don't know. Yeah. I've not done any research. Yeah. So we can. Yeah. So it's like if something is really good, especially with food, we'll say, "Oh, that was bomb." Like 
that sandwich was bomb. Okay, uh, okay. I didn't know you could say bomb. I would. I would always. I've only heard. Oh wow, that was the bomb. <laughs> Again, it's another uh, one that okay. doesn't sound so so cool in in British <laughs> English. That sandwich was the bomb. <laughs> that sandwich was the bomb. Yeah, sounds much better than American. Oh, actually, Rob, let me give you an extra one. Then I actually had this one on my list, but um, because you were talking about how it doesn't um the connotation meaning doesn't match the word um bad. Yeah, it's like the opposite of what it means. Like when something is bad, it means it's really good. It's excellent. Yeah, we have. There's a few of those. Go on. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. So that's just yeah. I just want to bring that up because sometimes you're like, huh? That's what it means, but it it means the opposite of what that word literally means. I think um, that is now quite famous because of Michael Jackson. Um, mm. because oh, when yes. he's singing, I'm bad, I'm bad. Uh, sorry about that terrible <laughs> yeah. singing. Uh, he's saying he's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he actually did end up being bad in the end. If <laughs> we believe the documentaries about Michael right. Jackson, uh, there's a, there's a British English word, which, uh, is similar. Uh, do you, maybe you know this, that's wicked wicked oh i've heard of it um like that's really it's, it's the same as bad like it's really that's cool yeah, it's uh, really cool it's, right but, yeah but, but wicked is a word like the wicked witch wicked means yes. very very evil nasty evil. cruel but we yeah. we use it to say really good ah uh, yes it's that's more like a yeah. youth phrase like i couldn't imagine my dad saying it um and I'm not a youth anymore, but I say it, I suppose. <laughs> oh, that's wicked. But I think maybe the kids today don't say wicked. They've got their own slang. Tur- slang, yeah. Yeah. I guess bomb would be like the one right now. Or epic. Epic? Epic. All right. Yeah. I've not, I've not heard that. That's like the new term it's for epic. it. It's epic. Yeah. Okay, let's do something else. Right, so I really um, am interested in California. I think it's a really, really interesting place. So we are going to have a conversation about California. Let's have the conversation. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's have the conversation about this and that. Let's have the conversation. Just me and you. Yeah, have the conversation. That's what we're going to do. So yeah, conversation about oh hello, about California. So I've got some questions here. Um, here's my first one. Do you worry about earthquakes, Anne? Oh Wait, goodness! Should we explain what an earthquake is? Um, sure. It's when it's a natural phenomena when the ground shakes and it can be Shame. very small or it can be really, really heavy and strong. dangerous, really strong. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So do you worry about earthquakes? Have you experienced earthquakes? Oh my goodness. That's a good question. Um, yes. And I think what two, three years ago they said that we're supposed to have a big one. So when you say we're gonna have a big one, it means that you're you're, you're you should have a big like a big earthquake is coming. Um, but it hasn't happened yet. So I know a lot of people, I think last year, um, before the pandemic, people were getting ready like we were buying the first aid and you know 
canned food and things to prepare for it, but it never happened. But yes, I am afraid of earthquake and I have experienced several. Okay. Um, actually, there was one last year too during the pandemic. Um, and you don't know when it's going to hit. So it makes it, you know, more nerve wracking, more um, causes more anxiety. Yeah. Okay. And so, so tell us about a time when, when, what was, what's the worst one that you've experienced? Oh, um, so I think it was two years ago. We have one, it was, I think it was around six point, six point something and on the Richter scale. So that's how the Richter scale is what they use to measure the earthquake, like how, how strong it is. Uh-huh. Um, so I think it was six point something and it was just, and every time the movement is different, like sometimes you feel like you're swinging back and forth and sometimes you're like kind of going in circles kind of. Um, so it's like a different movement, but I think that, I don't know what that one was, but it was really weird. And it was for a long, like at least one good minute. It lasted wow. a good minute. Um, and I think it was, it happened in the middle of the night or like early morning. So I was like, do I get up? Do I just, you know, continue on sleeping but yeah I think that was pretty nerve-wracking that one time that was the most recent one um but yeah okay oh gosh yeah yeah now I've made you worry okay let's try and find something a bit more light <laughs> light-hearted um okay here's a question uh how much is an avocado in the supermarket because mm. um you grow a lot of avocados and yes. for me here, avocados are really expensive. I'm wondering if where you grow them, oh. if they're really cheap. Okay. Are they in Germany? Are they imported? Is that why? Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. Have yeah. Any they local got, they're imported. Okay. So usually it's close to two euro um, for one avocado. Uh, I don't okay. know what that would How be in dollars. Two euro is for, for yeah, in dollars. Um, I can't. So if. I can't if look it up the, on my phone because I'm talking to you on my phone. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up later. But. Um, Let's see. If the avocado is in season, which I think is usually around summertime, I think. Um, okay, so in US dollar, it would be like if I buy a, uh, a pack of six, I'm looking around $2. Whoa. Like around 250 I don't know how much that wow. is converting to euro. Well, it's a bargain, I think, um, because I think the dollar, I think the dollar is weaker than the euro. So oh, the dollar. Um, okay. If one, if, well, if, if I can get one avocado for two euro and you're paying two dollars for a bag of six, yeah, then we can say that it's, it's a, uh, it's it's a lot cheaper. cheaper. Yeah, um, and then like if you get the or like those or premium organic like pretty big ones, like you're looking at around a dollar fifty or so uh-huh. um, for like a bigger size avocado that's organic. So I guess it's, it is cheaper than. And my other question uh, is about avocados. Do you keep uh-huh. all the good ones for yourself? Because I often pay two euro and I open it up and it's a good quite brown and, you know, it should be nice uh-huh. and green, but there are patchy bits. Or sometimes I get mm. one where the seed is so big, there's hardly any avocado around the outside to eat. Ah, oh, I haven't experienced that one, but I've, I've had a few where I cut it open and, and it was all brown and... Yeah. And looked like it was going bad. Um, 
Wait, what was your question? That I, do you? It was it? a joke question, really, because you don't. Do I pick good ones? No. Do you? Do, does America right. keep all the good avocados, and send us in Europe um... all the bad ones? <laughs> it's that's what it um, seems I like don't know to how, me. I don't know how the farmers distribute them, but then, uh, like at the store, right? If if it's in a bag, then I can't pick and choose, right? I just have to grab the whole bag. But if it's like an individual. Uh, avocados i'll try to pick the ones that are not so ripe and so soft um just because i have time to um you know eat them but um yeah but I, it's hard to tell right from by looking at it like if it's going bad or unless it's a, it's a skill she you need a professional yeah. to <laughs> that should <laughs> yeah. be someone's job in the supermarkets oh, this one's a good one this one's yeah. not a good one yeah uh or they should make the bad ones cheaper anyway yeah uh Let's not talk about avocados for too but long. But they turn them, um, they turn them into uh, guacamole. Or yeah. you know what that is, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like a dip for. Um, yeah. Not so, not so keen on guacamole. Somehow it takes the avocado taste away. I find. Ah, uh, yeah, I love avocado oh, guacamole. <laughs> okay, uh, next question. Uh, do you often see celebrities? Wait, I don't know where in California you are though. Let's ask you that mm. first. I'm in Southern California, more in the suburb. So um, from like Beverly Hills, Hollywood, I would say I'm about like an hour and a half or so away, depending on traffic. Oh, okay. So you're not in Southern California, um, you're in Southern LA, right? Because California. I'm in, yeah, yeah. Southern, yeah, in LA, um, but in the suburbs. So um, no, actually, I, you know, the funny thing is I've never seen, I don't think I've seen any celebrity in California, but when I went to Vegas, I thought I, I remember seeing some celebrity or like uh, athletes uh, in Vegas. Oh, okay. So, but if you, like, if, you, if you're if you touring around Hollywood, Beverly Hills, um, like Santa Monica, LA area, maybe. Hmm. Because so, I think, I, but think I, I don't know, I've not looked this up, but I assume that uh, California is the state with the most uh-huh. celebrities in the world. Because even ah, a lot of okay. uh, British celebrities go over and, and live in LA. LA, yeah. But no, I actually haven't. Um, yeah, I've seen too many of them. Um, okay. But in Vegas, I did. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, sort of related to celebrities. Well, not really. Uh-huh. Um, why do so many people in California get plastic surgery? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Because it seems like a lot. When I watch you know, things based in California, it seems like like it's quite normal to um, have a, a a facelift is the the word for the plastic yeah. surgery on your face or a lips lips Botox or something like this. Um, I I, I don't know this the answer for it, but I can think of some of the possible reasons for it. Maybe because of Hollywood. Um, oh, and yeah. I know like people in LA, like they're all about vanity, you know, looking, you know, having it be in good shape and, and looking, you know, fashionable and, and, and nice and everything. So that could be a part of the reason that contributes to that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm assuming maybe in California, cause we're close to the coast, um, you know, people, well, not for, for facial plastic surgery I don't know but like you know when they go to the beach like in the summer they want to look nice and you know your body image your, your face appearance everything uh-huh. kind of goes to one package so 
that could be a, another reason ah, for to it. To have a beach body. Um, exactly. Um, yeah, but other than that, I I have no idea. But I, I just know, yeah, there's a lot of places where you can like get plastic surgery. Yeah, and a lot facial. of facial. Do, do do you think? Do you feel like a lot of people, like you see it a lot that that people oh you look at someone and think oh you've had something done uh, yeah 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 you can kind of go oh some of them are pretty obvious but some of them you're like oh you're kind of wondering suspicious whether you know they did do mm. this um plastic surgery but yeah i've seen like when you're walking on the streets you, you'll see people um that you know just like their like their nose or maybe the, the way their eyes look you can tell that it, it's not natural <laughs> mm. i want to say it that way <laughs> The lips always, um, you, or well, lips. I say it always because I, 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 I was thinking, you know, you can always tell when someone's had work done. Oh, but that's what we say. If you have plastic surgery, you might say, oh, they've had work done. Work like done. recently, yeah. there was the Friends reunion, and everyone was mm. talking about uh, that Ross, what's his name, David Schwimmer, has had a lot of work done, uh, and Courtney Cox okay. has had work done. Um, okay. and I, I think you can always tell, but how do I know? Because maybe there are people who've had it and I can't tell because it's good. So either uh, California has yeah. more plastic surgery or they just have the same amount as everywhere else. They just have bad plastic surgery. <laughs> so, so you can really tell. <laughs> I don't know which way it is, but I'm thinking they have more, I think. Compared to other states in the US? Maybe. Compared to other places in the world. And yeah. other places in the world. I know um, Korea has a lot of oh, yeah? uh, these ah. plastic surgery. Um, like a lot of people, yeah. Or like a lot of places have these um, plastic surgery where you can, you know, get your, your fate, like, yeah, just get your work done over there. Yeah, I've seen a few uh, I don't know if it's people cheaper, here but... in, in uh, Frankfurt. Um, uh-huh. Normally the lips, uh, where, which, which makes uh, me notice okay. it and really notice it. Okay, let's yeah. let's. Um, uh, how's the traffic? How's the traffic? Oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's it's That's what I it's um. So I think the best traffic was during the pandemic because everybody was at home. Um, but yeah, last la, what's it? No, two two weeks ago we we opened. Um, and traffic is a nightmare again. Really, straight away. So, away. yeah. Yeah, it's so obvious. And like for like, if you want to go to a place where it usually takes 30 minutes without traffic, with traffic, you're looking at like double the time, an hour or even more, Whoa. depending okay. on. But okay. yeah, so it's it's horrible, terrible, but nightmare. The thing is, you have to drive, right? Because I've I've been yes. in, in uh, I've been to L.A. Uh-huh. When was it? A long time ago. Uh, 2011, I think. Uh-huh. And um, like we, we, we would walk from one place to another, but the only other uh-huh. people who were walking were homeless people and uh, like junkies. Junkies means a person addicted to drugs and you can really tell by looking at them. Um, mm. So yeah, we found that just people just don't walk in, in LA especially. Yeah. Apart from well, along, actually, the, LA. along the beach. Oh, where were you in LA? Which which? Oh, I can't area? tell you the touristy bit. We went to like oh, okay. um, not Beverly Hills, but we were on um, 
Sunset Strip or Sunset Strip we were walking oh, along. Oh, Sunset yeah. Strip. Okay, so like Santa Monica area. Yeah, like the famous um, area, but full of um, yeah. Uh, homeless. Yeah. Homeless. Very sad. Yeah. And like you said, junkies, people who are high. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I would say I think in downtown LA, um, people do walk a little bit more there, but in general, like you, it, it's like you can't get around without a car or you have to use the public uh, transportation, mm-hmm. but it's not that accessible. Um, so most people do have a car to, I mean, you need a car to get around. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And that's why the traffic is so bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how long are we are? Okay. Well, we've nearly done an hour and I want to get a game in even. Oh, okay. Wow. So let's move on. Okay. Uh, here's my little moving on thing. Okay, so we're still talking about California, uh, but this is a game. It's a true or false game. Uh, so we've mostly been talking about LA, but this takes in California as a state, really. And here's a jingle. Here are some facts about California, but and I have to warn you, some are false and some are true. Okay, here we go. California, true or false? So, facts about California, or are they facts about California? Here we go. <laughs> True or false, Anne? California is bigger than the UK. So false? we're talking. You're saying false? That's not correct. That's not correct. Oh. It's true. California it is, is huh? four hundred and three thousand nine hundred and thirty-two square kilometers. The UK oh. is almost half that at 242,495 oh. square kilometres. So I can't comprehend that. England, Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland, um, yeah. almost half the size of not a country, but just the state of California. And California is not even, uh, is it a big state? Like Texas is the biggest state, yeah. right? Texas the biggest state, yeah. Florida. Florida's um, big. And then probably, but I'm not sure which one's like in order. I'm not sure which one's the biggest. And then California. One of the bigger um, ones. Maybe Texas big. Yeah, one of the bigger ones. But I, oh, maybe Texas bigger than Texas. Is, I, I think know. Texas is the biggest. I think Texas is pretty the, massive. Okay. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. True or false? California used to be an independent country. Yeah, so it wasn't a state, it was a country. You think that's false? False. That's not correct. It's true, it was. But I I wouldn't expect you to have known that. It was only for (laughs) one month in 1846 before it became officially a state. Uh, It was technically its own country. Uh, but, But you probably weren't around in 1846. No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I was. <laughs> okay, next. Um, is this true or false? California has over 100,000 earthquakes every year. Over 100,000. I would say true. That's correct! Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Some of them are so tiny that you don't feel them at all. Um uh. But yeah, more than 100,000. Whoa, it's a lot of earthquakes. Yeah. 
that would definitely shake me up. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to interrupt this game for the phrasal verb of the week. Phrasal verb of the week. So I was joking and I said, you know, if there were that many earthquakes, it would shake me up because the earthquake it shakes the ground, the ground shakes. But to be shaken up means to be, hmm, how can we say it, Anne? It's not really surprised. It's more than that, isn't it? Yeah, um, to be shaken, like you're unexpecting, you're not expecting it to happen. You're yeah. um, kind of shocked and Shocked and surprised, nervous, 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 yeah, all these things. All at the same time, right? Yeah, it can really, yeah. um, you know, you've got a plan, you know what you're going to do and then something happens and it completely shakes you up. Uh, mm -hmm. It puts you in a different place um, mentally and you might lose confidence or something to be shaken up. Uh, mm -hmm. Not to be confused with Taylor Swift's shake it off, which means, um, you know, just stop worrying about it. Shake it off. There you go. Two yeah. phrasal verbs with shake. Uh, can you think of a? I try and always think of examples. Can you think of a time when you were shaken up? Other than when um, when the earthquake, <laughs> the earthquake. Um, I think it, it would maybe like a few years ago where um, when I got sick, all was like suddenly, and I didn't know what was going on, and mm. I was a bit shaken up because I was trying to figure out you know what's going on, what's what's wrong with me. So I was a bit shaken up. Mm. Yeah, that's a very good yeah. example. Um, you're better now, right? A little bit better. A little bit, okay. <laughs> Still working on it. It's a working, okay, get work in progress. Um, I just thought of another use of shake up as a noun, a shake up. And you often hear it in business or governmental, uh, you know, with the government. The government might have a shake up. And if the government has a shake up, they, they change people's jobs, you know, like the ministers all change jobs. Mm -hmm. A business might have a shake up. They might take away some departments, add a new department or something like this, um, a shake up. Yeah. Okay. Back to the game. And okay. True or false. More than 800 languages are spoken in the city of LA. More than 800. Meaning this is the most linguistically diverse city in the world. Shall I say it again? I would say true. I was going to say true. <laughs> okay. True. You've said true. That's not correct. No. That was actually a fact about New York. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. More than 800 languages are spoken in New York, making it the most wow. linguistically, linguistically diverse city in the world. There you go. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I thought LA was pretty... Um diverse but i guess new york it's even uh, more over there mm -hmm. more i was surprised by that 800 languages i know it's amazing i know in one city yeah okay uh here's i've got two more okay and the grizzly bear a bear so there are, there are some types of bear the grizzly bear is one type the grizzly bear, which appears on the flag of California, the state flag has a grizzly bear on it. The grizzly bear, mm. Blair, no, 
the grizzly bear is now extinct. Extinct learners means uh, it does not exist anymore. There are no more of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, wait. Um, I would say false. Mm. That's not correct. I'm just thinking that maybe I said uh -huh. it wrong because maybe it's not extinct in the world, but it's extinct uh -huh. in California. So from what I read, oh, and this is yeah. from California.com, which I thought, well, this must be uh, this must be official. Um, uh -huh. When settlers arrived in California in the gold rush, uh, there were so many grizzly bears that uh, mm. the authorities, you know, there were too many. The authorities made it a sport to kill grizzly bears. You know, it was legal to oh, wow. hunt grizzly bears but they did it so much that there are no longer any more grizzly bears in california i think there are other types of bears but no grizzly okay. bears uh okay i because yeah when you said that maybe you're right because i was thinking last month there was an, uh, a story on the news of a bear climbing over somebody's backyard and the owner was trying to stop it. Um, but maybe it's not grizzly bear. No, maybe think, it's a, another type of bear. Yeah, I think there's also brown oh, yeah. bears and black bears. But yeah. the biggest ones were grizzly bears. And maybe yeah. they still... You know what? This is another time where future Rob is going to jump into the podcast and tell everyone what's true. <laughs> what's Hello, it's Rob from the future again. Here to tell you about grizzly bears. Grizzly bears are extinct. There are no more grizzly bears in the world. The last grizzly bear was seen in 1924 in California. There you go. Okay, are you ready for the last one? Uh-huh. Okay. The, true or false? The first pizza restaurant in the USA was opened in San Francisco in 1895. True or false? Hmm. Pizza. Hmm. I want to say true. That's not correct. <laughs> Th that was another fact about New York. The That's okay. The first pizza Is restaurant in the USA was opened in New York in 1895. Ah, uh, okay. I, I guess that's where the New York, uh, famous New York pizza. Yeah, New York's famous about. for its many things, yeah. including pizza. Yeah. Okay, well, that was our chat about American... That and English slang. Fun. And then some chat about California. Thanks a lot, Anne, for joining. Thank you for having me, Rob. Oh, you It was quite really welcome. fun. It was really fun. <laughs> um, if yeah. you want to find Anne online, uh, Facebook, but I think YouTube and Instagram are your main places, right? And people can yeah. direct message you if they want to have lessons with you. Yes. Yeah. Facebook and... I'm sorry, uh, Instagram and YouTube. Okay, uh, so uh, I'm going to go to bed in a bit. What? Do you, what but for you, it's like 2 p.m., right? I'm gonna go, yes, I'm going to go grab lunch. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks a lot. Uh, see you soon on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. English with Rob.